You're listening to The God Sense Show. I'm your host, Kalia the Queen. God Sense is about thinking, acting, and living on a higher frequency and moving beyond social norms and restrictions to live as our creator intended, free, peaceful, and purposeful. Welcome to the show. Hello there. Thank you for joining me for another episode this show, um, I think I needed to talk about what this show is going to be about and who I am just to give you a little background and have you, you know, know what to look forward to going into the future with um, upcoming episodes. So this show is really about exploring our spiritual selves and our spiritual journey and being aware of the world beyond the tangibles, what we see we can feel and being in tune with our spiritual essences and what all that means. What's God sense? God sense is a frame of mind, how I want us to think about problem solving. So a lot of times we'd hear, you know, use your common sense or, you know, it's, it's just common sense and common sense isn't necessarily so common because what I've learned from talking to friends and just talking to people in life is what is common for one person is not common for somebody else based on the way you were raised, what was normal in your household. Um, sometimes normal and common are involves a lot of dysfunction for some people and they don't recognize it. So God sense is me saying, how would my creator look at this? If I step outside of myself and think on a higher level, what would that look like? How would I tap into that? And doing that involves a lot of things. Some people, they find the Bible useful. Um, it could just be reading a variety of books, um, praying and asking for wisdom and guidance and learning to understand your spirit to like recognize when messages are coming to you and how to analyze those messages and to interpret them in your real life. So God's sense is thinking on an elevated level, thinking beyond what your norms are. Everything that you know, try to step outside of that and think elevated. Think if this wasn't, if I wasn't making these decisions based on the history that I know, what would my creator want from me? What is the best scenario for me in this instance? And um, the, the way I like to look at like God or the creator or universe, whatever um, you like to call it, um, is that source that is the creator of all things. So it wouldn't mean your enhancement means another person's disadvantage. So if something is not working favorably in your life, what would you need to do? How would you tap into your God sense to transcend that situation? Um, so I'm gonna give you a little background about myself. So where did my journey, well, when I became aware that my journey began in, I think, 2016, I had a birthday 
and um, my birthday's in July. And I woke up for that birthday. I think I was 29. I'm not sure. I can't do math that well. <laughs> but 2016, I'm 32 now, however old I was then. Um, my I woke up and I was just crying. Crying because I was just so unhappy in my life, but I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know what was wrong. I, I, I knew things that I was unhappy about. I was unhappy about my the work I did. I didn't feel fulfilled in it. It was a corporate job. Um, it took care, I was able to take care of myself financially and meet all my living needs, but emotionally I was starving and very empty. And um, I was in a relationship that I was really, I didn't say it to myself out loud in terms of taking action to end it, but I was unhappy because I was not fulfilled in that relationship. Um, that to me was an uneven partnership in terms of I was doing all this work and giving my then boyfriend so much of my time, my energy, like everything I had to give, I was like pouring into him and um, uplifting him, but he was not doing the same for me and I didn't recognize it. And... If you listen to the episode on love, you're going to recognize why I didn't recognize it. <laughs> but um, that's where I was. I was just confused and I was hurt. And all those emotions, all those bottled up emotions just came out my eyeballs. Um, I think I cried for maybe an hour and he was there and he couldn't figure out what to do. And his thing with when he didn't know what to do was like he would just get angry. And so I'm crying. He's getting upset at me because I'm crying. I'm like, what the hell is your problem? So I'm crying even more. And that moment, I just felt so broken. And I felt really like a child in the sense of you're so lost and you have no guidance and I or at least I wasn't aware how to get guidance at the time because the people in my life weren't aware of this deeper need that I had and how to kind of guide me or I, I was trying to reach to reach out to people who were lost themselves like you can't have someone guide you who don't who doesn't know how to guide themselves um so I remembered I decided to pray because I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Um, nothing seems to be working. But again, at the same time, I didn't know what I wanted. I know I wasn't happy at work. I was unhappy in my relationship. Um, I Originally, I, I, I'm like, I was said I wanted to be an attorney. That's that's it. I'm going on this path. But then I realized that's that's not for me. I'm not interested in that either. But then it was taking time like, I tried all these things. I did acting. I did um, took all these like acting classes, trying to figure out like where my my passion is, what is my thing. Um, and in doing that, I did a little bit of work. And in doing that, I realized okay, this is not fully giving me the fulfillment I want either because a lot of the roles I remember I would audition for were so like these negative stereotypical black women. I'm like, what is this? I don't want to do this. This is not how I want to present myself to the world. No, this is not it. So um, after a series of auditions that just didn't give me that encouragement, 
I, I just took a step back from that and like was going back to questioning what am I doing? But again, I had a, a corporate job that was comfortable. Again, it took care of all my, all my needs. I was able to save, take vacation, but I was still unhappy. So I decided, you know what? I need to pray that day of my birthday, after all the crying was done that evening, I just prayed to God and the prayer was something along the lines of, um, God, I am so lost right now and I don't know what to do. I don't know where to turn to. So I'm turning to you because you're supposed to have all the answers for everything. So I need guidance. I feel unhappy in all these places in my life. I feel so unfulfilled. But at the same time, I don't know what I want to do. What do I do? Like, how do I get this fulfillment that I so want, but it's not showing up to me? And then I was like, okay, I'm waiting for God to give me an answer. Crickets, nothing, waiting, more crickets. Um, so I just, you know, continued plugging along, doing the same job in the same relationship with like the same exact situation. I didn't change anything, but again, I was trying different things. I would say classes and this and that, um, to, kind of distract myself from what's happening in my life. Um, during the same time, I also applied to graduate school because I said, you know what? I'm t No, I, I, I did apply to graduate school. And because um, I said, I don't want to be in New York. I don't want to be at this job. I don't want what my life is to stay as it is. I need a complete change. I need to be um, uprooted and get out of town, get out of here. I wanted to actually just travel around the world, go backpacking and just live and experience and figure it out. But you need money to do that. And, um, I didn't have the funds to do it. And, um, I wasn't at the time aware of additional ways that people kind of travel and teach and work. Um, that wasn't on my spirit to do that or I wasn't aware of it, so that didn't happen. But I did apply, um, I did learn about um, th this program to get your master's in public administration. I was like, what's public administration? I don't want to go back to school. If I was going to go back to school, I thought it was going to be for acting or to get my law degree. So I'm like, if it's not for those two things, I'm not going back to school. I Those four years like was exhausting enough. Then I thought about it, and this program would give me the the ability to do the things I wanted to do was, one, leave this job, two, get out of New York, three, um, have a completely different experience, and four, learn something new. And subconsciously, what I did want is something that was engaging and connected me with community and made me feel like I was doing something in the world that made a positive impact and a positive difference in people's lives. And again, that job I had at this big financial corporate company, although it was comfortable, it was like gut-wrenching, soul-sucking, energy-depleting <laughs> work. And I absolutely hated it, but I had like some great people that I worked with, so that made it a little more tolerable. But again, I'm like, you know what? Let me apply for this grad school program. And I prayed to God about this. Maybe this is an opportunity for me for those prayers to be answered to get some clarity. So it was a really um, difficult. It was a fellowship program. It was a very difficult 
arduous um, application process and the program was even more intense. So I applied, um, end up getting in. So no, when, no, before I applied, I was like, if I get in, I'm just sick in it as like, God, like give me the green light because it's a difficult application process. So for me to overcome that first bump is significant. I'm like, all right, if I get in, um, then I get the green light to go ahead. Then I'm like, I'm like looking at it as God give me the green light. I'm like, okay, go ahead, go ahead. So I applied, I got into the application process and then there were a few rounds of like, um, uh, what do they call it? When they X people out. So I made it through the round to the final thing and I got into the full program and I ended up going to grad school and then that just reinvigorated me so much. I um, was excited because I didn't have to be at this job anymore because the, the program required, it was a 14 month program and it required you to leave your full-time job and dedicate yourself to the program for 14 months. So you couldn't have a full-time job um, because you would be in classes all the time and when you're not in classes you'll be working at this um at, at one of your at your fellowship opportunity so i'm like yes let me do it i didn't fully see how um i would use a degree in my head i wanted to start a media production company that was my like my big like secret goal and that that still is my secret goal but i'm telling you all right now um, but I was like, everyone had these very transparent social service causes, whether it be criminal reform or, um, healthcare or working with foster care people, everything in the social service realm, like people in my class were interested in working for the government and policy reform, all that stuff. So I'm like, I want to create change in a way that is tangible. Like I want to create jobs by starting this company. I want to impact lives by creating something. And I felt like nobody understood what I was trying to say. So I felt like a little, like the odd one out because my goals weren't necessarily in alignment with the social service cause. Um, because I, I really feel like if social service programs were working, there would be no need for them. You would basically take out those policies and procedures that keep people stuck in a system. That's that's really the bottom line of it, honestly. So, um, but that's for another conversation. So I got in and I end up being placed in Houston, Texas for nine months and those nine months were very interesting. One, I enjoyed the work I did there that was during, like literally my placement came late and I was placed um, in Houston and that was during Hurricane Harvey. So I was supposed to go down the week of the hurricane. Clearly that happened, so there were no, there was no traveling going on. So I ended up going two weeks after I was expecting the city to be like a disaster zone, like the news like always exaggerates and it wasn't even like that. Um, only certain parts of the city 
was affected and people were, were definitely impacted like severely, but the entire city was not underwater as the news would like, as the news was trying to make it look like. But um, I went and I worked on this project that helped people who were impacted losing their homes and everything by Hurricane Harvey by giving them funds to basically like get a baseline again, um, to give them housing, to give them like those basic needs, um, cover like the first few months of rent so they can like, you know, start working again, get their foot back up, um, get leveled up. And I really, really enjoyed that because I saw that I was making an impact in people's lives. But the disconnect for me with, with that program was, again, it was a social service program and it, I work with the city of Houston and with other social, like again, as with social service programs, they assist people who are in need and the funds were available for people who were worse off after the hurricane. And um, what I realized was a lot of people, because they relied on social service programs to pull them through day-to-day life, even this little bit of help, they were still struggling. So my thought was like, damn, I don't want people to be on the struggle bus forever. So although I did enjoy the work I did, I, I, I did when I was there, I still saw there was a greater need there needs to be a, a more permanent solution where people have wages that they can take care of their families without having to re- rely on these programs. And that's really the bigger issue. Um, but that's for another conversation. Um, so, and, and, you know, during my time there, I, I started realizing s- social issues and became aware with like the academic um, online learning portion of the of the curriculum and being at the fellowship and being placed in Houston during this time, I really saw a lot and I learned a lot about where my bigger goal would be of impact. Um, so my life like turned around and before I went to the program, this is now 2017. So my birthday was in July, 2016. Um, 2017, like the end of 2016, my my relationship with the the guy I was dating at the time, it, it was like deteriorating like really fast because we're just on two different um, different playing fields. And also during that time at 2016, my my relationship with God just like intensified. It just came to another level of I was talking to God and I was getting these visions and messages that I never got before. Or I, I didn't get it at that level. Again, I, I was not the church going type. I'm still really not fully. Um, but I, I know that there is a power much higher than myself and higher than things that are visible to this world. I just feel certain things innately within myself. And that's one of them. So um, during the period of praying and talking to God, God said to me, you know, Akalia, you said you're unhappy with your job, with your relationship. I'm creating a situation where you'll be able to get out of your job. Now for your relationship, you need to do some work for that. And you need to get out, like, get out of there. So 
you need to change 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 the things that you're doing because I wanted my goal was I was so in love with this person and I think at that point we're together for five years I was so in love with this person and I really wanted to work but I was I was honestly I was falling out of love and I was falling out of out of love very quickly and um I God was just saying to me you need to not do what you're doing now and that not doing what you're doing now in my head came to sex because it it felt as if um we were intimate but i i was just not there i just didn't enjoy it um it was just draining emotionally and i felt i literally felt like a prostitute because you know we'd do that and then he would just make sure he was good and like i was just there like Mm. and so then God was like we need to stop having sex because you are with someone that doesn't value you and unless you value yourself in your body this is like things are not going to get better and the way you are living right now is not the vision I have for your life so you need to stop and I was like oh snap okay I got that um so I told him, like, look, uh, we can't have, I can't have sex anymore. And he was like, what? What you mean? <laughs> he didn't say it like that. But um, I told him the vision I saw, and he is not spiritually in tune, at least at the time he was not. And he didn't get it. He was just focused on what he wanted and what he wasn't going to be able to get. So... He just started coming around less and less and less coming to my place. And um, my relationship with God just got stronger, stronger, stronger. And my conviction in keeping that was set. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get married now until I'm, I'm not going to have sex again until I'm married. And um, that was because in my head, I saw marriage as, again, the, the, the visions God was showing me was, a marriage is a union between a man and a woman. Um, I'm talking about my my particular situation, whatever it's on your boat, that's your boat. But in my situation, marriage is for a man and a woman. And you that union is supposed to be in respect to enhancing my presence in your life, enhancing God's presence in your life. And you need to live in a way that is reflective of the vision I have for these people, for you that I created, for your husband and for you as a wife. You need to live this life that pleases me. And unless your partner is willing to do that, I don't want you to be with that person. So he wasn't willing to do that. So clearly he was showing that he's not willing to be my husband. But I was still trying to work on the relationship and like hoping that he would see, oh, Kelly's a good woman. Let me just hang in there and like let me let me just adjust myself and 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 get my ish together he didn't so fast forward and during this time also again like god was talking to me so strongly um during this time i got a vision i said god what do you want me to do with my life why am i here what do you want me to do and at one point 
And again, this is like a series of prayers and just constant conversation with God from July. This is about December now. And um, so I remember I got this other clear vision. It was like a vision and God was talking to me and, and God said, you know, I need you to get my people and bring them to me. That was it. That was the vision, the message I got. Get my people and bring them to me. So I'm like, uh, what you what you mean by that, God? Like, can you explain that? And that was it. Then God went quiet again. <laughs> God went quiet again. And but I just got this surge of creativity and I started writing and um, these story ideas that I had and how to engage people in this relationship. And um, I'm like, whoa, is this is this what God meant? Like to get my people and bring them back? I'm like, okay, all right, I think I can do that. So, um, and what I was writing at the time was basically topics and conversations I want to talk about on this show. I want to create and in, in raising um, spiritual awareness of our Creator and. Um, that's what I was writing, and that was 2017 now. I got into the program. Grad school started, was it July, June, June 2017? Um, that same month, I broke up with what is now my ex, the guy I was dating um, after, like, we barely saw each other. He was showing me, like, he didn't give a ish. And I said, you know what? I don't have time to waste anymore. You, you've showed me where I stand in your life, and I need to make that official cut. And plus, this program was so intense. It, it would have required too much of my time. I would have, like, I need to cut dead weight, basically. So I'm like, bye. I can't. He was like, okay. So I'm like, damn, after five years, you're just going to let me go like that, even though I broke up with you? Like, that's shady. <laughs> that's shady. So I, again, I'd even, I was in such a space of, stepping into what God was calling me to do. I wasn't, I was hurt, but I didn't dwell on it because I had grad school to look forward to. I had moving to look forward to. I had all these changes were, ha were happening within me. So I'd even dwell on that too hard, but we kind of stayed, stayed friends. Um, and I was just writing prior to um, grad school starting I was just writing every day what um, this. So when God gave me the vision, I saw it as a show um, on connecting with people and we share our spiritual journeys and, and what does God look like for us? Because I was also, um, I was raised Pentecostal, but in no way do I consider myself religious or religion affiliated. I just know that my existence and my presence, my physical existence, my physical presence is nothing that I created on my own. So it could not have been an accident or like, I didn't just pop up here randomly. I, and I feel that nobody else did. Um, I believe that we're all intentionally created. Like if you look at our, the systems within ourselves, the circular, the circulatory system, the nervous system, the, the skeletal system, um, the endocrine system, the digestive system, like it's so complex. And I'm like, whoa, there had to be a, a bigger entity intentionally creating all of this because it works too seamlessly to be an accident. Um, so that's kind of where I've historically, you know, been on things. 
but um i just never was really much into church and and traditional religion that i just never sat well in my spirit but um when i say god what i mean is this entity this entity and energy that is so far beyond our human comprehension like it is a creator of all things it is this energy that enables us to do any and everything that we do to manifest any and everything that we can and have and will and um i just always felt like that that there was something else again it wasn't as presence early on in my life but again july 2016 is when that energy really started manifesting like there is this bigger creator this bigger energy than us and the lives that we live here on earth is often i think it's suppressed not i think i know it's suppressed and you know the first episode the power of suggestion i talk about my views on the coronavirus and systems that have been created on this earth to keep people in place and in position and 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 in a place where they don't think and analyze and think critically and question they just follow and listen and accept what is and i don't believe that should be the normal state and order i do believe that our creator instill these things inside of us so we can question and we can dig and grow and we can manifest these amazing ideas within ourselves you know it's like when you when you plant a seed you never see what it it can become until it's blossomed into a flower or a tree or whatever you know i feel like we're all these mysterious seeds only again to us our creator knows what we're going to become But I think it's something beautiful when, you know, God plants us on this earth and we blossom. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of us don't blossom to become fruitful and fruitful in the meaning becoming that tree that provides food or that flower that provides beauty, whatever it is that God intended for us to be like, that is not happening and that needs to happen. We need to blossom to to see what our creator has originally intended. And I, I I look at us as like a garden of wonder, like us as human beings. We have the ability to do such great things and a lot of things have has been done, but a lot of horrible things has also been done. And the this show is about exploring all of that, the good, the bad, um the ups and the downs of humanity and seeing the places that is this something our creator would have called us to do or is this like a a source pulling us further away from blossoming to to become who we are intended to be and that is something i always think about and i do believe that I i believe the latter we are we were planted here to be great all of us are intended to be great but Somewhere along the lines, um, certain groups took control and they are operating as gods on earth. 
but their operation is very hierarchical and the worst kind of hierarchy where they are people who are godlike in the power that they have and they're people who are so far down the totem pole that they have no power and they have no rights or at least they feel they've been made to feel that they have no power and have no rights and i do not believe that i i do believe again that we are all created with power to create and manifest to become greater than we are to bear fruits to bear whatever it is our creator has put us here to bear. And I think it's greatness. And that greatness is not being manifested. And I want this show to be a pathway to discuss how can we manifest what our creator has intended for us to become. This is about the manifestation. And I'll share a lot about myself and my life because I'm also on this journey and I'm also learning. I'm learning about myself. I'm learning about life. My perspectives change and they will no doubt change on this show. Something I probably believe now or probably I won't believe a few months from now because my eyes have been opened and I've gained wisdom in certain ways, either from reading um, some books or, you know, meeting people who give me a different perspective that I never thought about and have me really sit and chew on it. So um, this is going to be an exploration of like thinking and thinking critically and thinking analytically and um, questioning. I think it's so important to question, especially authority, because we've been taught as a society that it's better to listen and follow and be compliant than to stand up and question and oppose and because we've been so used to being compliant and following we don't we no longer know how to question and that not questioning has created systems on earth that are so dangerous and um you know it's like we are living in the matrix some people think that this world is a simul is a simulation i don't believe that at least at this point but i do believe that this world that we're in is real and um the best way to live in it is to become the best version of ourselves and not hold anyone back from becoming the best versions of themselves if you are in the position where you have authority and power and leadership and influence and you are intentionally or unintentionally doing things that suppresses other groups of people, I think that is the ultimate form of wickedness and, and just being horrible. And that is not what our creator intended for our humanity to be about. So um, again, we're uh, my focus on this show is... How can we release all those preconceived notions, these trappings, these systems that has been ingrained in us to free ourselves, free, our, free our, ourselves mentally, free ourselves emotionally, free ourselves spiritually to tap into the, the, the people that our creator intended for us to be. And I think in that place, it would be a wonderful awakening 
awakenings to have people tap in and realize, you know what? I don't want this job. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. And I'm, I'm going to take these steps to make sure I can live the life that I feel my creators are calling me to. And how do you, um, and that means tapping into, tapping into ourselves, tapping into our spirits and, and, and searching and, and moments like this with the whole Corona craze, I'm calling it the Corona craze where, um, there has been a government wide, what do they call it? it? Social distancing and quarantine. How are you using this time to tap in? When, when things like this happens, I think it's a great time to think what is really happening here? What is happening? Like whenever I see something happening publicly, especially on the news, I always think about what is happening behind the scenes that we're not hearing about that's not being discussed that is being withheld from our eyes and our ears and our brains what's happening when all this corona talk is happening what's happening behind the scenes so um this we're going to get into a lot of depth um and conversation i really hope you join in and share your thoughts and your views and your perspectives and where you are on your journey, um, I, I look at it at every every step. It's like a, it's like these um, hills and valleys we're climbing. Sometimes you go through and you have a clear pathway, and sometimes like things will get so foggy and cloudy and thick you can't see your hands in front of your face, and you just were just hit up on this mountain in the middle of your clear pathway like where did this mountain even come from and I think when we hit those mountains it's a great time to to stop and analyze I think a a natural instinct has been I'm talking for myself now has been to um we see a problem and we only see the problem we don't see why the problem is there are there lessons that this problem is helping us to get over by looking at this problem or this mountain what core ish what core um values and lessons is our creator potentially trying to instill in us and that's how i've been um seeing life in the past year like past two two years three years so from 2016 my spirit and my understanding has grown and developed so much and it's still continuing to develop and grow and I'm seeing and learning things every single day. Um there're always challenges that I face and I'll talk about some of them and my my analytical process in going through them to find out what is my creator trying to show me? What is happening here? And a lot of times you have to step out of yourself. Um, some An analogy I used the other day is if you've ever seen the movie Ghost, there's a scene where um, a a ghost, like a Whoopi Goldberg's character, I think her name was Adam May. She was like um, speaking to the ghost, like she was using her body to speak through the ghost. But then one one ghost, he actually physically sat, came into her body and enveloped, his spirit enveloped her. And 
it was like whoa but it was it was a really funny scene but that's how i see it like we are these physical beings and a lot of times it feels as if our spirits or at least the way we live in the world our spirits are outside of ourselves we don't tap in we don't reach to our spirit to say hey what's what's happening here where's it where is this disconnect and i want us to align our physical existence with our spiritual existence and what that alignment looks like is thinking deeper don't just take things for the surface think deeper like what what's happening here think about your life is this the life i want to live if it is great how did you get there and are you creating situations so other people can live the lives they want to live or are you just creating situations where um situation where only you're you're the only one who whose life is enhanced and if you are not living the life you want to live why what's happening and here's the key is not always other people and that's like you know one of the other hard things looking at ourselves and realize a lot of things that we do we are enabling if you don't speak up you are enabling people to take advantage of you if you if you always step aside you always allow people to step in front of you and you always get to the back of the line so when it, whenever you're back of the line like how did this happen well how many times have you been allowed stepping aside to let people step, step in front of you and being aware of all those situations and tapping in and realizing okay thinking how can i there's a disconnect how can i reconnect and in that place, I think, is this special magic that's created. Like, we are that that Disney magic, that, that magic that Disney has. Like, we need to find, tap into our own magic, the magic that, like, our creator has put within us to create and manifest things within ourselves and break outside of these social constructs that I discussed in episode one. I want us to get free, get physically free, get emotionally free, get spiritually free and just reach our highest selves and become the best version of ourselves. Don't don't feel like you need to. If you're not the person who you want to be now, figure out how am I going to become the person I do want to be? Who do I want to become? And if you don't know, like that's a whole journey you have to go on and it might happen quickly. It might take years. I don't know. I don't know what your journey will look like and what that time frame will look like, but the the journey is an ongoing process. That's why it's called a journey. You know, it's the journey of life. And I think we'll hit that the best point of the best part of life is hitting a place where your mental, physical, spiritual are in alignment. I don't remember who said it. Um but someone said, like an, it's an old philosopher said, when your mind, body, and spirit are in alignment, you reach a place of success. When your thoughts and all that are in a place of alignment, you reach a place of success. So I want us to all be successful and not in the earthly, tangible way, in the spiritual way. Tap into yourself, into your spirit. Take this time if you're working from home, um, if you did get laid off to tap in and you know connect with the higher spirit connect with your creator and say 
Why am I here? What do I do now? Give me some guidance. Show me what to do. What do I not do? What have I been doing wrong? Guide me. Give me some guidance. Give me something. And also, when you when you those things happen, be keep your eyes and your mind open. The creator is quiet. Never loud and coming noisy and demanding. Like creator is so quiet. Like sometimes Things are happening. I didn't even realize it's happening. It's not until like I stopped and I reflect like, whoa, God, you literally turned my whole life around. Like I didn't want the situation. I prayed on it. You created situations that took me out of it. Were they seamless? No. Were they sometimes painful? Yes. Were they like hurtful? Yes. But did I learn a lesson? Absolutely. Am I in a better mental, spiritual place now than I was, shoot, three months ago? Yes. A year ago? Yes. Five years ago? Absolutely. I've grown so much and it's that growth. And I think anytime you can look back and see that you have grown and developed emotionally, mentally, spiritually, it's always a good thing. If you look back and you can't see yourself growing emotionally, spiritually, mentally, I think it's time to ask yourself questions like, what am I doing? Is living like this allowing me to be my best self? And if it's not, what can I do to adjust? And again, this show, we're going to talk about the ups and downs of the spiritual journey. The things that we need to be aware of. And a lot of the awareness is this world that we're living in now it's not necessarily our own. A lot of it that the majority of people living is somebody else's world, is a, crea- is a manifestation of other people's world imposed on us. So I want us, this with God's sense, I want us to get free. We're going to get free emotionally. We're going to get free spiritually. We're going to get free financially. Anything that is holding you back, I want us to get free from it. And step into that place that the creator has called you, me, all of us to be in. And I genuinely believe that that place that we are meant to be in, nobody will be in a place of subservience to another person. We're going to be in places of we're living our the best version of ourselves. And... Um, Don't let events of the world get you down and feel hopeless. There's always hope. Whatever you think, that becomes real. So I'm going to end with that. And I hope you all join me on this journey and you'll get to know me some more. And you'll get to know, again, see what this show is about. And I hope you share um, your your experiences and your perspectives on what I talk about and I'm I'm excited I'm really excited for this and um, I wish you all love peace and happiness thank you for listening to the Godsend show until next time stay blessed and keep moving forward connect with me on Instagram at Godsend show comment like and share <laughs>